Welcome to the MLMSuccess.com podcast, the show designed to return the network marketing industry to its roots of personal growth, leadership development, and wisdom of the ages success principles. We share with you real success stories from real people that we hope will inspire and encourage you personally and help you progress forward in your business and your life. We believe if you build people, people will build the business. Now here is your host who has been called the number one mind in network marketing, the MLM Profit, Network Marketing Virtual Mentor, and a host of other names that we will not mention because this is a family show. Frankly, he's just a small town guy that figured out that the real product in network marketing is people. Dale Calvert. Hi, this is Brandon, the podcast producer for the MLM Success Stories podcast. Today you'll listen to part one of Finding and Recruiting the Right People on Your Network Marketing Team. The key words are the right people. Dale speaks about the importance of being the right leader, not finding the right leader. Enjoy. Tonight, what we're going to talk about is how to recruit the right people on your network marketing team. The key words here, guys, being the right people, the right people. And if you think about network marketing and the philosophy behind network marketing today, a lot of people have a lot of different philosophies. And for me, it's about the about the use of your time on a daily basis that's going to produce the best long-term results for you. So we're going to talk about finding and recruiting the right people on your team. Again, those of you that are brand new tonight, my name is Dale Calvert. I've been involved in the network marketing profession since I was 20 years old. I got involved my first three years, like a lot of people. I wanted to quit every day. Uh, My sponsor quit two weeks after I joined. Uh, I can tell you tonight, there's no way I would possibly have the opportunity to be here with you guys tonight if it hadn't been for the Sony Walkman and a job that allowed me to listen to audios for three hours a day uh, or three hours a day, eight hours a day for my first three years. And what happened was, I think during my first three years, I realized the kind of business I did not want. I did not want. And I I started to understand the type of business that I did want. And, and I started to see things, I think, through a little bit different pair of glasses. But I'm so thankful today that I did. Uh, it took me five years to be able to, to leave my full-time job. Uh, my ninth year, I made $92,000. Uh, my 10th year jumped to $252,000. And, you know, that's definitely nothing to write home or brag about. But my 11th year jumped to $1.1 million. My 13th year, $3.3 million. My 14th year, $3.8 million at age 39. I, I retired from building teams and pursued other business opportunities, other business, uh, other businesses that I wanted to pursue, other business models. Uh, network marketing support services, MLMHelp.com, kind of took off after I was no longer associated with the company. And we've been operating network marketing support services since 2000. 
it's been my bread and butter. It's allowed me to travel all over the world, meet some awesome people. Uh, but it was not ever my focus until 2015. And August of 2015, I just decided that I'm going to devote as much time as I possibly can to the network marketing business model, to people within the network marketing business model, to up-and-coming leaders, because I know that what I am communicating is desperately needed in the profession uh, now more than ever. And so we started doing these Thursday webinars uh, about a year and a half or so ago. We do them every Thursday night. They're open to anybody, anywhere in the world, in any company. So tonight, uh, what I will do, I'll figure out a way to get these overheads to you as I stop and think about this. Uh, For training club members, I'll put a link in the Facebook page for you guys. Scott, I know you're on here. You were earlier when we upload the video. We'll do a link where we can get people the overheads as well. So th- those will be at MLMSuccessWebinar.com. That's where we do the replays, MLMSuccessWebinar.com. So I'm just going to run through these principles, guys. They're all very important. And, and the number one principle is success in network marketing doesn't come from finding the right person. It comes from becoming the right person. It's not from finding in finding people. I'm going to go out there and I'm going to find me a leader. Success doesn't come from finding the right people. It comes from becoming the right person, becoming the leader that, that people will want to work with. And you can do it. No matter where you are right now, where you're starting, you sincerely can do it. And honestly, the last 15 years, all that's really going on is, as you guys know, those of you who've been around very long at all, all that's really been accomplished in the last 15, 20 years is people recruiting each other. As a profession, we've been recruiting each other from deal to deal to deal. And I'm going to go out and find me a leader. And in my opinion, that's a 100% flawed, totally flawed philosophy. How are you going to build a real business with real customers and real consumers of your product or service when, when all the industry is really doing is just retreading distributors? So, you know, there's some people early in the 70s, 80s, they had a real sales mentality around network marketing. There was a lot of salespeople, professional salespeople, and it's about closing people and closing people and and selling and all around the sales profession. Nothing wrong with that, but that was a large majority of the profession. Uh, Then, uh, right now, the philosophy for a lot of people is I got to attract people to my business. I'm going to attract attraction marketing. Attraction marketing works in every business known to man except network marketing. And I'm not saying it doesn't work, but I am saying it will not work for 99% of the people. And it's a flawed philosophy. Here's why. Because people, yes, they do business with those they know, like, and trust. No question about that. 
That's who you should buy your insurance from. That's who you do. That's who sells your home, the realtor that you choose. But in network marketing, the real product is people. And I believe that network marketing is a leadership development program. It's a personal development program. It's about you becoming the best leader you can be and helping other people become the best leaders that they can be. Leadership, leadership creates product volume. Leadership creates volume. Distributors come and go. It's like a revolving door. They're coming in one end and leaving the other. It's a revolving door. But developed leaders stay. We are in, in my opinion, in the leadership development business. Your long-term income is in direct proportion to the number of leaders that you develop on your team. And again, I believe 75% of active network markers really don't understand what kind of business they're in. A lot of people think they're in the direct sales business and they're going to go out and get a lot of customers. There's a lot of companies, their, their total focus is just on you getting customers and there's nothing wrong with that. Customers are important. They're a very important part of this business. Uh, but I'm astonished at the number of even companies that don't understand that their growth, their volume, their their movement in the market moving forward is in direct proportion to the number of leaders that they develop on their team. So I believe it's a leadership development business. And it's for those of you that are new tonight, you know, some of you've been in this industry longer than I have over, you know, 30, 40 years. Some of you are brand new and I don't care where you are. I don't care where you're starting. Um, it doesn't matter to me. And the, the one of the most important concepts that I want to communicate tonight is no matter where you are, where you're starting, is that you can maximize your upside in this business if you focus on the right things. And I see so many good people just, just going down these rabbit trails leading to nowhere because their focus is not on the correct things. Leaders are recruited. Followers are attracted. Leaders are recruited. Followers are attracted. You can't build a large duplicating organization if all you have on your team are followers and people that like hanging out with you more than they do the people uh, at choir practice or at the whatever the whatever club. Uh, it's it's not about that. Now that's a, that's a part of this business. But what I always talk about, I'm talking about you achieving the greatest upside that you possibly can in the network marketing business model. That's where I live. That's where I come from. So for me, it's about you becoming leader, a leader, the best leader you can become and developing other leaders. And, and again, I understand that that's not what most people are talking about today. They're talking about, you know, you track, you have to attract people. And, and I'll tell you who, who newbies attract. Those that don't know any better. 
Okay, leaders, leaders are recruited. Followers are attracted. Flies are attracted. And that's another subject, but this is one of the most important concepts I want to share with you tonight. Because, again, guys, you're, you're, when I started, I was 20 years old. I didn't have a clue what I was doing, but I was smart enough to know that I didn't know what I was doing. And you don't have to be the number one top leader in your company. I don't care if you're like I was when I started with zero leadership experience or background, 20-year-old kid, you know, hair down past. I mean, you know, I was not the guy for sure. I was the most least likely to succeed in this profession. But one of the things that really helped me, and it was an audio, and I wanted to share it with you guys tonight because I found it on, on YouTube. And write this down if you're taking notes. It's from Art Williams, the great Art Williams. And the title of it is All You Can Do is All You Can Do, and All You Can Do is Enough. And there's a book by that that's worth reading. If you can find the audio or the CD, it's phenomenal. I would try to find it. And I think a lot of times people get involved in the network marketing profession, and they see people where they are. And they don't understand the path that they took, the road that they took to get to that position. And they look at people and think, well, they can, but I can't. And I try to communicate to like training club members. You guys have heard me say, look, you, you get involved in the MLM training club and you listen to these audios every every day in your automobile and you're studying the information in the back end the training and the videos there and you're internalizing it and you're learning it. And if you're the same person a year from now, something didn't go right. You know, if, if you start in the network marketing profession today and you're the same person in a year, something's not right. So it's not about where you are. It's always about where you're going. You don't have to be the number one leader in your company all you got to do is be the best you can be. So I just want you to imagine that that's you right there on the screen. Just imagine your face on the screen. And when I say leadership, see, a lot of people have different thoughts about that. And I want you to see yourself as a leader, and I want you to view yourself as becoming, becoming, because some of you probably don't have, you have no leadership ability, probably. And it's not about where you are now. So I want you to see, you, you have to, I had to see myself what was possible for, for Dale Calvert. For, from a kid from a little town in Kentucky, population 400. And I had to see what was possible for me. And for me, I thought, you know, if I really dedicate myself and work hard, I bet, initially I'm thinking, I bet I, could, I can make a couple thousand dollars a month. And then I got to where I thought, well, you know what? I bet I could do this full time. I bet I could get to $5,000 a month because back then, if I could get to $5,000 a month, that would be about $1,000 more than I was making at my full-time job. So it still gives me an advertising budget. And, and then I got to where I thought, well, you know what? I might be able to make $100,000 a year. And I remember 
you know, then I got to a point where I thought, you know, maybe, 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 maybe it's possible to do even beyond that. Now, I'm not going to sit here and tell you, Dale, did you ever think you would make $3 million in a year in network marketing through your organization? Well, no. Even when I, even when it happened, I didn't believe it. But, but again, guys, some people, my main point tonight is no matter where you are, anywhere in the world, no matter how much leadership you do or do not have right now, this instant, you don't have to have uh, a huge leadership oozing from you to move forward. You know, a lot of people think leaders, they think Steve Jobs of Apple, or they think this is Mary Kay, the great Mary Kay. I don't have the leadership ability of Mary Kay. Look, read her story. Look how she started. She start read her story. It's worth reading. It's worth getting the background here. One of the greatest leaders that's ever been in this profession. You know, Lee Iacocca saved Chrysler. Be no Chrysler if it wasn't for Lee Iacocca. Okay, but you don't have to have the leadership of Lee Iacocca or the great Mark Hughes from Herb, that started Herbalife. Uh, read Mark's story. If you don't know it, it's worth reading. It's worth getting his background, the path that they came. Again, we see people a lot of times where they are, and we don't understand the path. Oprah Winfrey, a lot of people, if you think leaders, you think Oprah. uh, Read her background. Look at the story. So, again, I want you to see yourself as a future leader. Leadership moves products. Leadership builds businesses. Leadership is the highest paid profession in the world. It's not management. It's leadership. Number three concept. People won't run with you if you don't if they don't if you don't know where you're going. The only reason I have the opportunity, one of the reasons to speak with you tonight. Again, when I started, this is a little house I was living in, a little six hundred square foot home, driving a beat up Chevette. And my goal was to leave IBM, to drive a new car, and to be able to take my family to Hawaii one day, to be able to go to Hawaii. And I talked to everybody about it. So the next concept, don't be afraid to share your go-up goals. There's two types of goals, basically. There's go-up, progress, move-forward type goals, and there's give up goals. I'm going to give up this. I'm going to give up that. I'm going to, you don't have to get into give up goals. I'm going to give up overeating. I'm going to give up this or whatever. Don't go down that road, but your go up goes. And I, I talked to people at IBM and I said, you know, I'm getting out of here one day. I'm getting out of this place. I'm not going to be here the rest of my life. And I talked to, you know, I talked about the new car I was going to qualify for and I was going to go to Hawaii someday. But you know what? Here's the key. My actions daily, weekly matched my mouth. They matched the, my what I was doing matched my words. You can talk a good game, but if you're not willing to walk the walk, not a good, not a good, not a good, not a good fix. Not a good match. A lot of people can talk the walk, talk, but very few people can really walk the walk. People are not going to go with you if they don't know where you're going. Even when I started in the beginning, there's some people that were entrepreneur-minded that had a lot more potential than I ever did. They started with more potential uh, that joined me because I, I knew where I was going. They will join you 
if you know where you're going. They aren't going to follow you if you don't know where you're going. And uh, again, we're in such a mode where we're trying to find me a good leader. I want to find me a leader. I need to find a leader. No, it's not about that. It's about you becoming the best you can be, you becoming the leader. It's about you being the leader. That's it. That's the game. You know, I mean, those of you that are with uh, are, that are on the these webinars uh, on Thursday, you know that our focus the last year and a half, two years, has really been on the MLM Training Club and the Network Marketing Leadership Development Academy. Uh, the MLM Training Club is open to anybody, but the the Network Marketing Leadership Development Academy is not open, and and probably won't be open for I would say my guess would be at least a year and a half, maybe longer. So I I know what we're doing. And the main thing that I want to do and and my focus is just to disrupt the nonsense that's been going on in the network marketing profession the last 15 years. I mean, it totally transformed my life, guys. This profession did. And if I had joined it today with all the nonsense and all the misinformation in the marketplace, it, you know, I don't know if I would have ever made it, honestly. I, I don't, I think I would have gotten so distracted with the people that would be out there telling people what they want to hear uh, that I don't know if I could have ever worked through all the minutiae. So for you to become all that you can become, your focus has to be on the right thing, and the right thing is on on leadership. You're in the leadership development business. Leadership moves products. Leadership creates product volume. Leadership creates growth. Nothing else. Attraction doesn't do beans. So they join you because they. So now they're they're on auto ship for a couple months before they're gone. What have you accomplished? What have you accomplished? They join you and then they're off to another program and another program and they're wasting time on this and they're looking for the foo-foo dust to make them successful. And they do that for two, three, four, five years and then they leave the industry and they say, oh, that's a scam. That doesn't work. Network marketing doesn't work. It's a scam. No, because they never got the right direction or they never implemented the right direction, one or the other. Concept five. Understand your dominant leadership style. I've talked about this a lot. I'm not going to get into it tonight, but this is important. It's really important. Again, I've talked about it in multiple webinars. You, you direct leadership when you develop a team of people. When you bring somebody in, you direct them. You direct, direct. Once they know what to do, then you coach them. And then after you, you coach them through the processes and, and, and what to do, then you can support them, but you can't support somebody when they first enter a new organization because they don't know what to do. So you direct, coach, support, to, and your ultimate goal is to get them to a point of delegation. And there's a lot of great people that have loving hearts that support people. They're great supporters. That's their dominant leadership style. They're just supporters. And there's a lot of those people in the network marketing profession but you know what they'll never achieve their potential because they don't understand the one thing that's on this slide they never get it they never get beyond supporting and 
loving on people and hugging on people. And that's important, guys. I'm not saying it's not, but I'm saying if you're building a team, you're, you're building a team. There's a process that you have to bring your future leaders through, and, and you're not going to love them to the top in network marketing. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And, you know, you might find a few other people by just, you know, run up on, but you aren't going to come close to filling your potential. People would ask, when I was at IBM, people used to say, well, Dale, how many people you have working for you now? How many people you have working for you now? And they were asking, how, how large is your organization is what they were asking. I would just look at them and say, you know, you don't get it. They aren't working for me. I'm working for them. And and those weren't just words, guys. I I, I believed it. We we that's what we were doing. We were working for them. We were directing, coaching to get it in to get people to a point where we could support them and eventually get them to a point of delegation. I I, I do want to mention this. We've talked about this before, but this is real important. See, a lot of you I know are having problems. You're recruiting people, but you're having problems getting them started right and directing them. And if you're a natural supporter, which I I am, I've been through that. So the best way, the people that we're working with, the people that I know that are, that are, not having an issue here, part of their structure is when they bring somebody in new, they ask those people and they make a statement, something like, something like, we're working with the coach, being me, if they're part of the training club, that when he was building, developed more five, six, and seven-figure income earners than any teacher, trainer, guru in the world, do you want to plug into our systems or do you want to do it on your own? And that question or something like that gives you the, the go ahead then to direct people. And you guys know that are here every week, you know, top 20, 50 names to practice with, you know, the drill, you know, the process based upon your, your own franchise for your particular company, organization, and team. Number seven. This this is probably the concept that people have the most trouble with. And there's a lot of people that, that we work with one-on-one that I've had to have this conversation with multiple times. And like every aspect of this business, the sooner that you accept it and move forward, the faster you're going to move forward. And as long as you're trying to shortcut it or think, well, maybe this is an exception or maybe not this time, you're just going to, you're just, you're not going to get to where you should get where you have the opportunity to get to. It's just not going to happen. You can't shortcut any aspect of this because it's maximizing every ounce of your time, effort, and energy that you're putting into the business. But once you recruit somebody, and you give them the first assignment, you throw them the ball, 20 reasons, top three, 50 names to practice with. I've talked about multiple times. If you're brand new, uh, there's uh, 
how to launch your business. There's a podcast where I just talk about nothing but this. Uh, you can hear the recording. It's MLMSuccess.com. And I'm going to talk about that website in a few minutes anyway. But once you get somebody started, most people are going to get started and slump within the first 90 days. They're going to slump. They're going to get started, then they're going to slump. And the only reason to sponsor them is to identify, are they somebody that I can run with? Are they somebody that I'm going to have to drag and motivate and burp and diaper and, you know, just constantly try to keep them focused and keep them motivated? Because there's nobody on the planet that is worth you having to continually try to motivate them. Nobody. You want people that are already motivated for their reasons, not yours, that you can help progress through your comp plan. It's fun when you're doing it with people that want it bad. It's fun. It's drudgery when you're trying to keep your team motivated all the time. I would rather them quit as soon as possible. Now, again, it took me a while to get to this point, but I, I'll tell you, there's no doubt in my mind, see, uh, that, okay, they come in, they say they want this, they want this, they want this, this is why they're doing it, and then they're not going to take action or they don't take consistent action or they don't do what they say they're going to do. You have definite closure and move on. And, and it's not being rude or crude. It's just saying, look, John, I've got a business to build. I'm looking for three to five people that want to run and really get this built. And based upon your actions and you not doing what you said you were going to do, we were supposed to do follow-ups Tuesday. You were supposed to call me. We were supposed to have five follow-ups, and you didn't call me. And after that happens, guys, once or twice, it's like have definite closure and move on. So, John, look. You didn't call me. You did. You did. We. we was, uh, I scheduled my time with you, and I just don't think the timing's right for you right now. You know, you got soccer games going on and all this other stuff. So let's just let's just shut it off for now. Do you want to continue to come to our team cookouts and get on the conference calls and all that stuff? That's fine. But I don't think you're really ready to run right now. And when you're ready, all you have to do is pick up the phone and we'll get right back at it. But for now, I got to move on. And you have to have definite closure, guys, for you emotionally and mentally. And the problem and the reason people don't do that is because it's like, well, they only have three people. And if, if it, none of them are wanting to run, so I don't want them to fall off auto ship. Why not? Well, Dale, then I then I they wouldn't be on auto ship anymore, and I wouldn't get my eleven dollar override. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? That's what that's not what this business is about. It, this is about generational wealth. It's about the opportunity to totally transform your life, totally. 
and you're worried about $11 commission on auto ship next month from somebody that's never going to build a business ever in their wildest dreams. That's not leadership, guys. That's not. And, and again, I, I, I understand that that thought process is pretty common throughout the entire profession. And I understand that there's uplines that are telling you, well, you better call them to make sure they stay on auto ship and all that. But here's what here's here's a thought. I if an upline's telling you to do that, you know why they're telling you to do that? Because they're worried about their check next month. Blind leading the blind. After you recruit somebody. You you really want to have definite closure with them as soon as possible. Give them the benefit of the doubt. Go above and beyond. But once, you know, Zig Ziglar said the only difference between a big shot and a little shot is a big shot's a little shot that kept shooting, kept shooting. And I just wanted to see can they fall and get back up, honestly, when I was building. Can they fall and get back up? Because most can't. And I didn't want to get emotionally connected to anybody until they'd proven that they could fall and get back up. And I know they're going to slump in the first 90 days uh, after we've been in the, in the building our team for several years. Um, once I finally realized the predictability of this, because, again, the real product in network marketing is people. And then we put together the streak when you slump program. Some of you are very familiar in using that. I know that. If you're not, it's mom-retention.com. Because, you know, we talk about the five core fundamentals of building a business. And core fundamental number four is a retention system because – I've had a lot of people over the years, good people, had a lot of potential, went through a major slump in the beginning, and it was only because of that streak when you slump audio. And we started this system. We started with cassette. Then we, now it's on CD. But it, the only reason that they ultimately made it, got back up, and went on to develop, you know, I think a three or four or five six-figure earners right now, and the only reason it happened was because a leader, a real leader who gets it, went, recognized they were in the slump. We've talked about what is your indicator. You have to have an indicator to recognize that, hey, they're in a slump. And you get their reasons, their reasons, and the, and the streak when you slump training to them. And that will, re, that will help your retention drastically. Now, if you don't have a retention system, you're going to lose those people. You'll lose six-figure earners throughout your team without a retention system in place. And I'm going to say that one more time because some of you I know have large organizations and you need to hear that, and I'm going to say it one more time. You will lose people that would go ahead, that, go, that would move forward and develop six-figure incomes and provide leadership to a fairly large organization of people, you'll lose those people, some of those, 
that could have done that, and all you needed was to have a retention system in place, part of your five core fundamentals that you taught that when this happens, the retention system, the CD, all that activates. And again, I'm not going to try to go through all that tonight, but guys, there's some of you tonight, I know, that are listening to me, they don't have any idea of what a retention system is, because I'm the only one, quite frankly, that talks about it. And some of you, your organizations are large enough where that should be implemented throughout your organization, a retention system. Eight, identifying the X factor. This is worth whatever you paid to be on here tonight. Oh, it was free. That's right. Um, ask kids or ask your team members these two questions. The first one is, what did you do as a kid to make money? What did you do when you were a kid to make money? And ideally, you're looking for somebody that picked Blackberry, sold Christmas cards, sold bottles, sold grit newspaper, uh, sold uh, seeds uh, that picked pears and sold pears on the side of the, the babysit. Uh, that type of person is ideal. If they're an adult, you're looking for somebody that did something on the side in addition to their full-time income, and it doesn't matter what it might be. I call it the X factor. And Dale, are you telling me that if I didn't do something to make money when I was a kid, that I cannot do this business? I'm not saying that. I can give you examples of people that I've worked with personally in the past that did not do anything when they were a kid to make money that went on to become great leaders in the network marketing business model. However, I can tell you the ones that did do something like that, there's something in their, their makeup, their DNA. I don't get it. Don't know. Don't pretend to understand it other than the fact that I know that it's there, you know, and you know, you see this in sports. You I was talking to Dawn about this the other night. I would hate to be a really, really talented uh, college basketball player and not have any determination and drive in DNA. Give me determination, drive in my DNA, or natural talents and skills. Uh, I get to work with somebody that has natural talents and skills or somebody that has drive in their DNA. I would, I'll take the drive in their DNA every time, as should you, when you're building a team. Does that mean this person cannot do it? No, it does not mean that. But I'm saying you're looking for that, that X factor. You're looking for the X factor. And those two questions will tell you, have you ever done any, a side gig business of any kind? Uh, what did you do when you were a child to make money? Two really good questions. 
again, I'd rather recruit three of the right people. I believe that's so much more important than 3,000 people. They're just going to waste time, unmotivated, that you have to try, try to constantly keep burped and keep diapered. And it, it's just such a pain when you're, when you're trying to build this with the wrong people. And it's so exciting when you're building it with the right people. And the biggest, the biggest, one of the biggest mistakes that good people make in the network marketing business model is they spend way too much time with the wrong people trying to get them moving and get them going and not enough time with the right people giving them proper direction like here's the retention system that we're going to implement. Concept nine, we're almost done. Focus on leadership development. Everything that you do, everything that you say, everything that you're doing on a daily basis is about you becoming the best leader you can be and developing other leaders on your team. That's the game. If you want to really win and really win big, and that's the game. You got to be bold. You have to be credible. And you must be careful who you listen to. And, you know, I was talking to a company owner today on the phone. And he's talking about so-and-so guru. And if I said his name, everybody would know who it was. And, well, he says blah, 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 blah. And, and I'm thinking, you know what? Yeah, he, he, I don't know what he says, but I do know this. I know his backstory. And I know, yeah, he... Big, big name guru never, never developed one six-figure earner the entire time that he was building. So, again, guys, be careful who you listen to because there's a lot of people that are just spouting stuff that's saying what they want to say, telling you what you want to hear so they can sell you what they want to sell you. It's a business. It's not a popularity contest. And what is considered common network marketing business practices today, really like attraction marketing, have thrust the profession into a downhill spiral. And you, if you're brand new, you can go, you can get the facts for yourself. Go to, what is it? Dale Cal, MLMHelp, MLMHelp.com, MLMHelp.com forward slash critical. You know, this is not about creating followers. It's about creating leaders. And you do that systematically, step by step, concept by concept, idea by idea. There's only five core fundamental systems that you have to develop to build it as large as you want to build it. I promise. You know, I wish sometimes I could just take my emotion, my brain, and just dump it into people so they don't have to, you know, a wise person learns from their own mistakes, but a really wise person learns from the mistakes of others. And there's very few people that have made as many mistakes as I made over the years, but there's very few people that worked it as hard and consistently as I always did. So that's a good thing because you learn from mistakes. All right, 
case studies. I just got to share this with you and then we're going to be done. I'll take any questions, but I just want to share with you a couple of things, guys. You can go to mlmsuccess.com and you can hear all of these. There's two things that I want to share with you. There's two things to become successful in network marketing. Number one is the same in any business that you're doing, any business. It's going to take above average work ethic. We just call it work ethic. And I don't care what kind of business that you're operating, it's going to take work. If that scares you, you shouldn't be in business of any kind. In network marketing, work, and then the other factor is what is the philosophy that you're building upon. And again, I believe that you build it upon developing people. The real product is people. If you build people, people will build the business. And the way to develop develop teams of people is through systems. Systems can be duplicated. Personality cannot be. Systems can be. That's why franchises work. So when, when I talk about people that have had success in network marketing, I'm talking about people that have had success doing it systematically, what, which I would say is the right way to do it systematically because when it's done systematically, there, then it can be duplicated. If you're just looking for drive determination, work ethic, and all that, and you've got to find other people with all that, uh, it, it becomes very hard. And again, I'm not, I feel like I repeat myself a lot, but you know, in this business, you got three percenters, 27 percenters, and 70 percenters. And if you have to build it with just the three percenters, it's a tough way to try to build it. I realized early when I was listening to those audios that the way to do this is to develop those 27 percenters. Now, how do you develop those 27 percenters? We hope you enjoyed part one of finding and recruiting the right people on your network marketing team. Next week, we'll hear the conclusion to Dell's training. If you haven't gone over to iTunes yet and rated and left this podcast a review, what are you waiting for? At Calvert Marketing Group, we want to spend our time on the projects that we know are providing the most value for our clients and customers. You leaving us a review and feedback on iTunes is something that helps us more than you realize. And more importantly, it helps others like you find us. So if you've not taken the time to rate this podcast, please go over to iTunes and do that for us now. It will only take a couple of minutes out of your busy schedule. Work harder on yourself than you do on your business, and we will be back next week with another inspiring success story, wisdom of the ages training, or answers to your questions.